5 o'clock in Pirate Country, and 94.3 The Game is going to get you home with the P-Man. In 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Lock it in. Turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Just for you, Coach. Here we go. Can you hear it? All right. Ben did that just for you. Hey, it's this one. Okay. Just for you, Coach. Oh, you can't hear it? Okay. Can't hear, I can't hear you. Oh, you can't hear me? No. Oh, all right. Well, that's all right. You take a ball. We just wanted to hear the music, Coach. That yeah, was no, really I like it. the music. Earth, okay. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Earth, Wind, and Fire. No yeah. doubt. Absolutely. It's classic. That's one, see, Ben remembered your playlist. Well, every, every once in a while, the kids get to hear it practice. Right. So, What do they like? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> stuff stuff I, I don't know the name of it. My, my 13-year-old could give you every artist. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mike Houston is with us in the studio here today. Great to see you, Coach. Good to see you. Spring ball. Got the spring yeah. game coming up. Winding down. Big skin weekend. Yep. Big weekend. And you know what? You're actually getting to have, you were telling me before, this is the smoothest spring. So well, far. yeah, I mean, it, well, you know, my first year was, you know, you're, you know, you're figuring out what you have and right. you're trying to establish culture and practice habits and teacher systems and, you know, break bad habits and, uh, you know, figure out what you got. And so that it was a rough first spring. And then, you know, the next spring we lost completely with the pandemic. Right. You know, right. La- last spring we were still dealing with the pandemic. And so it was disjointed. You know, got put on pause a couple of times. Had a bunch of guys miss time, so it just was just. Right. You know, we had a uh, a scrimmage, not a spring game, right. kind of a spring game. Yeah. Uh, but it was just. I think what, you announced it right here. Yeah. You said, yeah, we're well, gonna we're gonna have yeah. something. Yeah. I, I got I got reprimanded a couple of times for stuff I've said. Yeah. So. Uh, but you know, it's yeah. So it's 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 great. I mean, we've had a good spring. We've had yeah. our, our guys out there. Uh, you know, got quite a bit of experience back at a lot of positions. Yeah. And so guys know what to do, know how to do it, uh, that kind of deal. Um, you know, most of our staff is back, so mm-hmm. the continuity is there. That helps um, tremendously. No, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, you got a very experienced quarterback. So uh, it's, been a, it's been a good spring, and I'm excited about the weekend because, you know, I, in 2019 I was like, you know, what in the world is this parade of pigs? You know, right. you, you want me to do what? You want me to <laughs> – so uh, now, you, you know, you know what it is. I think right. uh, it will be bigger and better. Well, um, now you, you're totally ingrained here. You're yeah. totally you, – you know everything. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm Eastern North Carolina barbecue all the way now. Yeah, well, there you go. Smart man. Yeah. The great Mike Houston with us uh, here. Barbecue connoisseur. And it is uh, the uh, Pigskin Weekend coming up. Uh, 12.30 will be the spring game coming up uh, this uh, this weekend. They're also, the football team will be doing autographs Saturday yeah. morning and all that. So you got the whole real official schedule of the event. I have just a few high points here that start with the Parade of Pigs Friday night at 7. But, hey, that's back wide open this year. So if you've wide participated open. I, th- that, I think there's between 27 and 30 entrants. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, I know, I know there was 27 Late last week, okay. so I would imagine it's went up a little bit. So. I know a couple people who have entered who have mm-hmm. no business in. They think they have <laughs> business entering, but they have no business entering. So I think they're there to to be moral support and maybe uh, stay hydrated or something. But uh, what what do you got on as far as the schedule beginning Saturday? From what you've got with the official, well, program? Saturday the um, autograph session, the Meet the Pirates deal, will be at ten fifteen to eleven. Okay. 
Um, and so then after that, I don't know what exactly is between that and kickoff at 1230, but I know they have uh, some some stuff for kids, right, maybe yeah. some bounce houses, I think there's some music like going on, too, there's during that time. concert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what else. Yeah. Ryan Robinson would be a great well, Ryan's gonna resource be on, for that. Yeah, Ryan's going to be on soon. And okay. this guy, he, he's, he's, we got to pin him down. That's our issue with Ryan. It's pinning him down. But uh, we, we, I know we're going to have Eric on tomorrow. Yeah. So Eric will run through. Everything. Yeah, he'll he'll run through the whole schedule. Yeah. But we're we're pinning but down. It'll be good. Right. Yeah, yeah, we got. It's going to be a lot yeah, of fun. Yeah, we got uh, the parade of pigs. I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Now, seven, what is your seven role? o'clock? Yeah, seven o'clock on Friday. What's your role in the parade of pigs? What do you My think? role? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be moral support for anybody that's uh, cooking a pig. But I, I didn't. Or do you kick it off? Or are you kind of the? Uh, well, I think John you, Gilbert and I have something. I'm not quite sure okay. what it is. All right. We, we, we tossed a pig a couple of years ago. Oh, gosh. But uh, How was know. that? Interesting. <laughs> Unique experience. Yeah. Well, there you go. I'm just glad it's back this year. I know a yeah. lot of people are excited, and it's going to be a great weekend. Yeah, and, it should be. the weather's looking fabulous. I mean, it's going to be, dare I say, a little chilly, a little, a little autumn-like yeah. this weekend, which well, is good. It, 60s, I think, right? Yeah. Uh, that's okay. probably October-ish. Right here, right. that'll be good. Yeah, I think it'll be. Uh, we should have. A, I, mean, I would think we'll have a decent crowd too. I yeah, mean, I, I would think ton of parents, uh, a lot of local pirates. Yeah, uh, we're going to have a a large group of recruits, mm-hmm. so uh, should be a good crowd. Uh, and the format for the game, uh, it's going to be offense versus defense. Okay, so I've got a scoring system. Uh, that, I've heard it's uh, complicated. Well, we try to keep it as basic as possible. The biggest thing, we try to keep it uh, where it's competitive. Right. So our scrimmage last weekend, um, we we scored it with a scoring system, and it ended up being a 59-58 oh, right. come-from-behind victory by the defense. Okay. So, all right. Uh, we'll see what this Saturday's like. But, I got you. Uh, I got Tom, you. Tom McClellan has a copy of it. He's going to distribute it to the media. I brought a copy here, but uh, it'll take us a while to go over it, so let's just say it's a uh, – <laughs> system. <laughs> and it's going to have officials. I mean, it's going to be oh, yeah. a live, real scrimmage. No, we have an, a full AAC crew. Okay. Um, so it'll be our American Athletic Conference uh, officials. We'll have uh, four 15-minute quarters. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be running clock except for the last two minutes of each half, so that way you can have a, you know, kind of a two-minute drill kind of deal. Right. Um, like two minutes between quarters. You know, one-minute timeouts, maybe five minutes at halftime. So right. it'll be a quick. It'll be a quick game. But uh, I'd say you get probably a hundred snaps. That'd be good. Like that. Yeah, yeah. What's on the line? So uh, the winner gets steak and shrimp Monday night. The right. losers get beanie weenies. Uh huh. And the losers have to serve the winners. Is that how that's? Yeah, they just got to eat the cold beanie weenies. Gotta, oh, cold beanie weenies. Yeah, having in a microwave. No. Wow. Where are you in this? You're just you're the I'm overseer, the head, right? I'm the head football coach. So you're on. That's it. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm on both sides. All right. Okay. So you get the steak and shrimp. Essentially, is what it uh, comes down to, right? Yeah, we'll see. Okay. <laughs> Depends on what decisions are made. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I got you. Uh, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about how the uh, spring has gone. Uh, you were telling me before that uh, the offensive line has been a real pleasant surprise. It has. Uh, it's been a very pleasant surprise. But, you you know, you got guys back that have played a lot of snaps. So, uh, But, uh, you know, I think that group's been positive. I think even, you know, you look at our second offensive line, even though you have a couple of young guys in there, I think you saw some – some good things there. Uh, we do have a few guys that are recovering from injury, Bailey Malavik and Rob Vanderlin. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have a couple of more guys that will be here in May. Um, but, uh, you know, I feel really good about our offensive line going into the summer. Yeah. Um, obviously, the running back situation is uh, that's, in good that's shape. A high, that's a, it's pretty good shape. 
But beyond those guys, there's there's some opportunity for, for some people oh, yeah. to, to, to earn some snaps no doubt. and earn some time. Well, I mean, uh, Rajay and Keaton are as, as good right now as they have ever been. I mean, right. both of them have been just really impressive uh, all throughout the spring. And uh, so I think they are they have – they're playing at a, a a better level than even last fall, so uh, that's that's just that's that's great to see. I mean, I'm obviously extremely biased with those two, but I I wouldn't I wouldn't have anybody else in the league besides those two. Yeah. Um, you know, Pop McKay. Uh, I thought he had a good day yesterday. Uh, we have certainly pushed him and challenged him uh, to really you know kind of step up, uh, trying to give him an opportunity to earn that uh, third spot there. Um, you know, we have a couple of young guys that'll. It'll be in the mix too, but you know, I, I would I would like for it to be an you know older rotation, but uh, we'll see. Yeah, they'll sort that out. Right. Um, as far as uh, the receiving core, you got the uh, kid's been reported from Toledo, the Winstead, who is uh, Isaiah Winstead, who's uh, uh, hit it via the portal from Toledo. But uh, obviously, there was some there were some. Uh, you know, it's taken a hit that uh, receiving room has. Uh, well, you know, we had 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 a graduation with Audie. Yeah. Um, certainly Tyler declaring for the draft. Right. Um, and then, uh, you know, I, th- I think CJ stuff's been documented enough. Uh, but, where, where, uh, you know, where we've, is we've he got, right now in his process of returning? Not to interrupt you. He's, he's just, wor- he's working through. Um, okay. you know, we'll see how that goes. But, uh, you know, I'm, 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 I'm pleased with some guys from the spring. I think Taji Hudson has continued to come along and, uh, you know, had some real positive days. Um, you know, I think that uh, Kerry King has had some, you know, some bright days out there this spring. You know, Tyler Savage has uh, continued to progress. Uh, Josiah Hatfield certainly have high expectations mm-hmm. for him. You know, I, I hate it with Maceo. You know, he's he's he he pulled his hamstring that first week. He came back yesterday, uh, tweaked it again. So oh, it's just gosh. gonna have, we're just gonna have to you know he's we're gonna have to shut him down for a right. while. Right. Uh, same thing with Jalen Johnson. You know, he pulled his hamstring early on. Uh, he did practice some yesterday. He'll practice some on Thursday. We'll see if he's ready to go for Saturday. Um, and then, you know, our, our tight ends, we've been using them a, a good bit too. I mean, Ryan Jones has been out for a, a few days, but he will, he will practice tomorrow. And Shane Calhoun's had a solid spring. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, those guys are, are very good receivers uh, in addition to being, you know, solid blockers. So, you know that group. Uh, I think uh, you know a lot of guys have gotten an opportunity to get some reps uh, and to uh, get an opportunity. Uh, so you know they've gotten uh, they've gotten their shot kind of deal. Right. You know, yeah, as you mentioned earlier, we will add uh, a couple of guys to that room going into the summer. Okay. Um, but I feel good about where we're where we are going to be when we kick off at the beginning of August. We got uh, Coach Houston in the uh, studio with us here today. Spring game coming up twelve thirty on Saturday. Appreciate. Uh, Coach coming over and spending some time with us here today. Ehlers has looked really good, uh, and Mason Very Garcia sharp. has looked good. But let's yeah. talk about Holton first. How What, what strides has, has he made? Well, he's playing as well right now as he's played. Uh, he has really uh, tightened up his uh, mechanics okay. uh, and his release. Uh, I think he's throwing the ball with as much zip as he has ever thrown it with. Um, you know, he's down to, you know, like 219. Oh, wow. I mean, my first year he played at almost 240, so – uh, I think he's quicker. Uh, I think he's you're, you're moving much better on some of the you know play actions, the bootlegs, you know movements in the pocket. Uh, you know he's always ran straight line pretty well, but mm-hmm. he's 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 a little bit more sudden right now than he has been. Yeah. Um, so I, I and I think his decision making has been very good. He looks like an experienced quarterback. As you've talked to him uh, coming into the spring, and you'll 
I mean, what, what are the real points of emphasis with him between now and when the season? Well, I think those things I just mentioned. You know, we've you know we really you know honed in on some things physically. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, honed in on decision making, and I, I'm just I, I'm very very pleased with his progress this spring. Mason Garcia's looked really good, very uh, good at times too. Yeah, and uh, there's someone with a, a big future ahead of him. Oh, how's, no doubt. How's Mason progressed in the last year? Let's say. Oh, it's <laughs> it's <laughs> night and day. I right. mean, it's you know, you took uh, it's like taking a, a a pile of clay and you're sculpting it into you know a work of art. I mean, right. that's kind of the deal. You're you're molding uh, a guy that has a tremendous amount of ability, um, and he's he's made tremendous strides. You know, he's. You know, reading progression now. You know, here's you know early on in the spring he looked incredible. I mean, he looked very very good, but he was not seeing as much as he's seeing right now. Gotcha. You know, Blake uh, Blake Harrell has a lot of defense to throw at you. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, you know, we we're we're probably as diverse defensively, right, uh, as anybody in the country. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can throw a lot of stuff at you. Yeah. Uh, and so that's been the challenge for Mason. Now he's he's continued to do things physically that just are very impressive, but uh, he has come along very very well. And I think he's, you know, he's really separated himself uh, as the um, you know the clear number two at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what's his situation as far as eligibility remaining and well, that sort of thing? He's he's got um, three years of eligibility plus okay. a red shirt. Okay. Has, so I mean he, he he's you know he could. Play three, or he could uh, he could red excuse me he could redshirt and uh, still play three. Play three. Wow, not a bad option to have no. as far as as far as that goes. Right, and and if I'm not mistaken, really the redshirt last year was he got well, in, he, he, pl- got he, in against... he he played last year. Right, so 2020 doesn't count. So right. last year he burned one year of eligibility. Okay, yeah, but there was an opportunity, I guess, to maybe redshirt, but he ended up going in. Yeah, I mean it's yeah you. Know, you you, you, the hard thing is you can't predict the future, right? And, and you can't uh, you can't think in your mind, well, I can't send him in, right? <laughs> because we're we're trying to preserve him, in right? Future. I mean, that's yeah. really you almost have to either make that decision at the beginning of the year, right? Yeah, uh, or shut him down at some point. Yeah. And I've, you know, I've I've done that before in my career, and you you never want to shut them down, uh, and it possibly costs the team, right? So, and that's the decision we've got to make on him before the season ever starts, and. Um, to be honest, I'm going to leave it a lot up to him. Right, I got you. Uh, assuming he's decided he, he's going to play this season or not go for the red shirt, um, we did see both quarterbacks at yeah. times. Would there be some more of that potentially? In well, the, if you're not going to red shirt him, you need to play. Right. So, uh, you know, it's we would have to figure that out, and that's the thing. I want to make sure we do what's best for the program, mm-hmm. uh, but also want to do what's best for the individuals involved. Yeah. Uh, and obviously – you know, right now there's there's no doubt who the starter is, uh, and there's no doubt who the number two is. Right. Um, but it's you know it's one of those situations where we got to spend a lot of time making sure we're doing what's right. Right. Behind Mason, what's it looking like? Well, I think Ryan Stubblefield has shown uh, some flashes. Um, uh, I think he looked. Uh, he's had some really really good days, and he's had some days where he's pressed a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly has a lot of talent. Uh, has a ton of energy and, and natural leadership. Uh, can really spin the football, um, but it's you know you get you get out there and they, you start throwing a lot of stuff at you now. It's it ain't it ain't as easy as everybody thinks right, it is. So right, yeah. uh, I think he's got a very bright future. Uh, certainly excited he's here with us, but I think he's the clear number three uh, right now. Um, Alex Flynn is a reliable guy that's been in the program, knows the system, 
uh, and has has got his shot also. Right. Um, let's before we get into the defense because we talked to Coach Harrell last uh, mm-hmm. week uh, and he he kind of laid a lot of that out for us. Right. And he was really excited about the opportunity to, as you say, they're able to do a lot of different things. They now that he's in his third fourth year as no defensive doubt. coordinator. So let's talk a little special teams here. How's that? How's that looking right now? Well, it's been good. I mean, we've worked everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we we had debated on showing everything Saturday. We decided just you know in case there's a, a wolf packer or something in there, <laughs> we do have some new wrinkles. Uh-huh. Uh, so you know, we're we're for the most part done uh, with our our scheme stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, obviously, we're replacing an all conference punter. Uh, I think Luke Larson has uh, shown in the past that he has a, a plenty of ability. Right. Um, Heck I of think, an athlete. A, and he's, he's had, he, and he's had a solid spring. Mm-hmm. I think you're trying to figure out who the number two is, okay. uh, and that's certainly a battle right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, David Chapeau and uh, Andrew Connard uh, are the two main guys battling for that number two spot right there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think place kicker, you know, you have a first-team all-conference place kicker coming back, and the big thing with him is just getting used to a new snapper, a new holder, right. uh, that kind of stuff. Uh, and so, you know, we've just – situationally kind of worked him throughout the spring trying to figure out who the number two is there. I think Carson Smith has had a solid spring uh, right there behind him mm-hmm. uh, trying to figure out who our, our, our kickoff specialist is going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's still, you know, kind of up in the air. I mean, I think Owen did it all last year. Certainly he could do it. Right. Uh, you know, he and I have talked. My only concern there is just, you know, the season's a long season. So we'd like to find another guy that could at least, you know, fill in or, or – you know, do it sometimes or do it all the time. Right. But, uh, well, know, that's we'll a see. jump. I mean, yeah. to go from, you know, and, and to do it all right. would be a really big jump. Yeah. Well, uh, he did it last year. Yeah. But, I mean, just but, uh, you, you kind of yeah. saw, I guess, near the end of the year yep. where wasn't quite, especially kicking off like, right. uh, like you did. Yep. Uh, of course, after the, the game uh, against uh, the game winner, went ahead and announced you were going to put him yeah. on, on scholarship. So No doubt. Uh, that was a cool moment, that whole thing. Yeah. I mean, just what a – what a special moment! I mean, yeah. just, you dream about those. Yeah, and uh, I've had three now as a head coach. Uh, we had one at the Citadel, one at JMU, and one here, where it's a walk-off kind of deal, and it's right. each one of them is a you know a big moment in the history of the the program at each school. Yeah. And so that that you know alums and fans will talk about that kick for a long time, but it's uh, you know what a what a kick. Were you thinking he's going to make it, or what were you no. thinking? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we hadn't tried one that long in practice. You know, my whole thing during the last time out was, you know, after we decided we were going to kick it, right? And then Ken called timeout again. Yeah, uh, my whole thing was just don't give up a kick six like Alabama did right. a few years ago to Auburn. Right. You know, don't get it blocked uh, and then run it back and lose the ball game. You know, at worst you want to go yeah. to overtime. And so I'm talking about all those things and the huddle with the linemen and everybody and all that. Uh, and then you know when he hit the when he hit the ball, I'm like, man, he hit that pretty good. Yeah, you know, that's got a chance. And then you're like, unbelievable. When you have a, a guy like, uh, he's kind of he's a surfer. He's from the beach. Yeah, he's, almost, got, he's got the perk that per- helps, doesn't he? It? Has the perfect personality for a place kicker, right? Because he has never felt pressure in his life, right? <laughs> I mean, I try to mess with him, practice all the time, but I mean, I think he he enjoys it. Yeah. So. Uh, with the return game, what are you looking at? Because obviously Tyler was a big part of that historically. Yeah. Uh, you know, with uh, with our kick returners, uh, we have a couple of guys working back there. Keaton Mitchell, mm-hmm. uh, Josiah Hatfield, Kerry King, they've all been the deep returner. We have some other guys that uh, are working at the off-returner positions. Uh, punt returning, uh, Malik Fleming, 
uh, Juwan Powell, uh, Josh Murphy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've all done it. Um, yeah. So uh, I, I, I feel comfortable with who we're going to be come, come the fall. How about uh, we, we did talk with Coach uh, Harold last week about the defense, yeah. but, I mean, this is a group that right now, right now a little thin at linebacker just because of the numbers. But, yeah. but, I mean, other than that, uh, some, some help coming in that right. instance uh, in the fall. Uh, but, I mean, depth and quality to, and versatile guys, guys that can play, right. you know, kind of different positions out there. So there's a lot he can – he's been able to put in. Well, I mean, you, got, you, you have, you know, really good depth at safety. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of those guys, like a George Stringer, uh, you know, they, you could use those guys in kind of a package kind of deal as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Miles and X are two very experienced, mm-hmm. proven players in this league. Uh, so certainly your first team you feel very good about. Um, you know, Taylor Jackson's a guy that's continued to improve. You know, we've really kind of challenged him. You know, he, are you ready to take the next step? You know, Jacoby Simpson, you know, it's, you know, it's time for him to step up and, you know, uh, show himself to be reliable. Uh, but, uh, you know, you, you have, uh, you know, you have some other options and some package stuff. Yeah. Um, when, you know, there was the, the, obviously the build having to read, build and restore mm-hmm. things here last year i thought was you're going to learn to win right and fortunately that manifested itself in some victories that's always right. a, a, the tough sort of you know season three is the learn to win season right and it could take the whole season and not work out but, right but in the case of ecu it worked so now what's the next step in this you know build i, mean, I know what the goals are but I mean, yeah you well know, i mean you're building that, I think, this you know your 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 sustained success mm-hmm you know, it's it's continuing to improve each year. I mean, I think it's, you know, nobody can argue that we've improved each of the three seasons. Um, you know, everybody wants it done in year one. Right. Uh, but just the situation that uh, was here, that wasn't going to happen. Um, so it's, it's kind of followed the, you know, the blueprint you thought it would follow. Mm-hmm. Um, so now you have, you know, you have experience across the board who have been there and done that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now it's, you know, doing it at a higher level, you know, playing at a higher level. Right. Um, we, can we get a break? Can you hang for uh, through the yeah. break real quick? We're going to yeah. do that. Coach Houston, got a couple more things to ask him. We'll break. We'll come back and uh, have more with Coach Houston. Of course, uh, spring game coming up 1230 on uh, Saturday. And more with Mike Houston at studio on the weekend and on the program when we come back. Site 943thegame.com to listen to the Patrick Johnson show weekdays at 5. It might be crap, but we love it. <laughs> or tell your smart speaker to stream 943 the game to take us anywhere you are at any time. Country Mart stores of Pitt County are locally owned and part of your community. At Country Mart, they offer that great Shell gasoline with Shell rewards that save you money at the pump. And these days, that's really important. And don't forget Smitty's Restaurant at the Highway 11 store with great lunch specials daily and Pat's desserts that will be the best you've ever had. The Stokes location also offers hot food. Country Mart with two locations, Highway 11 between Greenville and Bethel and Highway 903 in Stokes. Fantastic Sam's Cut and Color Salons are open and ready to serve you. We have taken steps to ensure your safety. Our locally owned and operated salons are ready to provide your next haircut, color, highlights, facial wax, or hair treatments. Please support your local salon by calling for an appointment today. Fantastic Sam's, affordable by design, caring by nature. 
locations in Goldsboro, Kinston, Greenville, Newburn, Moorhead City, Jacksonville, and Calabash. Interbanks Media cares about Eastern North Carolina. The Children's Miracle Network Radiothon for the James and Connie Maynard Children's Hospital. Through local radio, we shared the stories. The staff there are very passionate for their job. They made us feel at home, I guess. What he caught from the hospital was joy, peace, and resiliency. The hope. In a couple years, you'll hear a story of a miracle kid, and you'll say, I did that. My donation did that. To think about where we can be as a children's hospital in the future makes us wake up every morning and go to work wanting to do it just a little bit better the next day. Play all the pledges, right? In. This is in honor of Kamaya. I was her teacher last year. $50, $200, $2,500. And when it was all said and done, $107,385. Wow. Together, we made an enormous difference in the lives of children all over ENC. I love you guys. Thank you. Oh, oh man. man. We love you too. Interbanks Media is here for you and the communities we serve. Another prescription, another surgery, here we go again. But the joint pain is still here. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over, expecting a different result. Try something new that can lead you to a better life. Football champion Emmett Smith's talking about QC Kinetics, all-natural, non-invasive alternatives to surgery and harmful pain medications. I tried to avoid as many of those things as possible because I did not want to get hooked on pain meds. I didn't want those things to hamper my life. Patients across the country are saying no to pain meds and discovering QC Kinetics all-natural, biologic, long-lasting solutions to pain relief, regenerative treatments that help your body restore damaged tissue and get rid of the pain. The natural biologics that QC Kinetics is providing you gives your body a chance to naturally heal itself. End the cycle of pain meds and avoid surgery. Call QC Kinetics, 252-765-PAIN. That's 252-765-PAIN. QC Kinetics, 252-765-PAIN. Pirate football lives on game days right here. Here we go. On the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. Classic. You like that one, though? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, that one just played in our stadium. I know. Now, that one's a regular practice. That's. Oh, is it? I don't know if it's daily, but it's a regular practice. Okay. Is there anything else you're listening to now? Is there anything that's kind of. Well, Newish, or did well, you, you know, I've I've kind of got off on a little bit of a country kick. So. Is that right? Oh yeah, okay. Luke Combs, some Zach, right. Zach Brown band. Yeah, Parker McCollum, he's kind of a new guy. I don't know, but that if you, I'll, yeah. we'll check it out if you say Ben, get some, get some Parker you know, McCollum. My my, my my neighbors, uh, you know, they 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 kind of are on a country music theme. I got so you. They've yeah. influenced me. You you all have really uh, integrated yourself into the community. It's not like you're isolated from. I mean, you now. Now the the pandemic definitely uh, brought our <laughs> brought, brought our, brought our neighborhood together. <laughs> so we've got I mean it's it's any given day that I'll I'll come home and there's 10 bicycles in my driveway and you know kids running everywhere yeah. or they may be all in somebody else's driveway. But so, in that that as, yeah. a, as a dad I mean that's kind of what you well, it's want. It's been awesome. It? Yeah. Well, and you know it's it's been a, a group of, you know, ladies, moms that have been, uh, you know, instant friendships for Amanda. And, right. uh, you know, she, she's formed very close friendships with several several people in our neighborhood, which is, uh, that helps too. Yeah. You uh, you got to spend an incredible amount of time with your wife <laughs> during the pandemic. <laughs> uh, and look, they're, they're, they're all smarter than... It was good. Yeah, but they're all smarter than we are. 
That's that's yeah. the one thing I I, well, I don't I, deny that. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. the one thing that we that all of them are, are smarter than we ever dreamed of being. She's the one. She's the one with the master's degree. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Well. Yeah. I, the same thing with my wife. She's the one that's the executive with people right. working under. I'm just the the radio dope. Is, is yeah. Yeah. So they. Uh, but but that was a pretty I'm sure unexpected but nice time. Well, to, you know, it was uh, challenging. Yeah. At work. Yeah, uh, but certainly gave our family time to uh, you know spend a lot of time together that you usually wouldn't get. Right, you know, being the the family of a, a head football coach, so yeah. it was good. Yeah, well, and that that life's tough. The coaching life is tough. Can be. It is, but there's lots of perks too. I mean, yeah, well, <laughs> sure. I mean, you know, my kids have have been in some incredible stadiums and incredible yeah. settings, and they've seen some, you know, some huge wins and uh, been a part of you know some great you know fandom at several different. Uh, yeah institutions so it's uh it's been good dale Steele recently retired yeah what a guy no doubt <laughs> i'm telling you the commissioner yeah i yeah. mean yeah. that's uh yeah excited for he and pam you know they've uh they've got a place down uh brunswick county north okay. myrtle yeah um you know, he's he's already got him a job uh, working the pro shot at some golf pro shop really? some golf course down there yeah, he's, he's, their, their place is right between two courses, uh, okay. so we, we got him a couple dozen golf balls. That'll get him through 18 holes. So. <laughs> uh, but, no, nah, he's, he's excited. He, I imagine he'll be around this weekend. Yeah, so. yeah. You know, that's the thing, too. You just can't stop. I mean, you gotta no. do, you got to do something. Well, how many stints? I mean, four stints here. Yeah. More uh, than Shank, right? Or right up there with Shank. I think Shank's got him. Okay. I do think Shank's, Shank's got Shank five? I guess. Okay. I, I think Shank's got one more stop than, than Dale does okay. here. But, anyway – you know, Dale even, you know, he's getting, he, he's, you know, he retired you know, last day of, of March. Mm-hmm. Um, I finally went, it was like early March. I was like, Dale, you know, listen, you take care of whatever you need to take. You don't have to be here at the crack of dawn right. every morning. Right. Yeah. But, you know, that's what you do your whole career. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, that's, that's going to be the challenge for him is just unplugging a little bit. Yeah. Well, it's good though he's doing something. No, like, oh, no it's, doubt. It's great that he's no, working. We're, exi- we're excited for them. And, you know, I told him he's he's always got a chair uh, okay. in the staff room, and right. uh, he's always got tickets, and you know he's always a part of the family. So yeah. we just appreciate everything he did for our program and for East Carolina University over the years. Yeah, you also have some guys you've added to the staff, new faces. Who are some yeah. of those guys in the different roles? Well, um, Brian Buttersworth took over as our director of player development. Mm-hmm. Now, Brian was with us as a volunteer coach in the fall. He's been a defense coordinator, position coach at a variety of schools, uh, you know, really excited for him in this new role. He, Our kids really uh, embrace him and, and respond to him, and he'll be a great asset there. Justin Anderson uh, has taken over uh, recruiting. Uh, he is hiring a new staff. Okay. Uh, right now he's made two hires already, has one more to go. Um, but Justin brings just a tremendous amount of experience. He's been at the University of Virginia the last six years with Bronco Mendenhall. Mm-hmm. Before that, he was with Bronco at BYU. Mm-hmm. Um you know, we've Jake Kirkendall mm-hmm. uh, will transition into the position of chief of staff, uh, taking over for uh, Dale. Uh, and you know, Jake, we all have tremendous confidence in him. And then he will hire his replacement okay. uh, in his in his position. Right. So you know, we made some adjustments there. Raekwon Boyette is the only on the field right. kind of new uh, addition. I so. know every high school coach in the state that I've talked to when that hire was made. Uh, so that's a slam dunk. It's a touchdown. Whatever you want to say about it, I mean, it, that's he's got a ton of respect, right, uh, from from coaches around the state, and is a heck of a guy too. Right. Well, you know, he's from from Wilson, so right down the road, played at Fike, mm-hmm. 
uh, you know, played at Duke and then um, was on staff at Duke for over a decade. Uh, the last couple of years with the wide receivers, uh, co-offensive coordinator. So certainly being with Coach Cutcliffe, who right. I have a tremendous amount of respect for, mm-hmm. um, you know, he has a tremendous amount of knowledge. But, uh, you know, great guy, uh, great family man. Uh, has brought a lot of energy and expertise uh, to the wide receiver room. Uh, has really meshed well with um, Donnie and Latrell and, and you know everybody that's coaching that group. Yeah, um, you've had three just sort of bizarre moments. It's all <clears throat> kind of COVID related. Two of the three are COVID related. We talked about the game at Temple a couple of years ago. That was just one of the strangest yeah. things ever. This year, you had the unfortunate rain delay at Houston, where this yeah this rain just stayed over, and the game could have been played twice maybe before you yeah. even kicked it off. Take us back through that whole thing. I mean, I know you've talked about, but I mean, I mean, it's a it's a thunderstorm situation. It's not the rain. It's, no, it's more it's the, lightning. Yeah. Well, you know, I think the I've been through several of those in my career, mm-hmm. and so I've, I've you know we've experienced a lot of delays like that. I mean, right. We've had games that got over at two in the morning. You know, stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I just thought the most impressive thing about that was how the kids handled it. That's always my biggest concern. Right. Uh, you know, Jake, uh, Jake Kirkendall did a great job of making sure that, uh, you know, when we knew that it was going to be an extended delay, uh, you know, making sure we had food right. and, and uh, you know, Gatorade and water for the kids so that mm-hmm. they stayed, uh, you know, nourished and prepared. Uh, but you just worry about the going out and warming up, coming back in. You worry about all that. You, you worry about, you know, it, having a negative impact physically on the players. But, boy, they went out and played their tails off. And, you know, that's one game that, Kai, you should have won that game. Yeah. You know, you had the ball to end a regulation. Yeah. I just knew we were getting ready to drive down and win it in regulation. Uh, and then to lose it the way we did in overtime was, you know, yeah. that's, that's frustrating. You know, and then UCF's <laughs> another uh, just yeah. another another game that I know you, yep. you kind of you, – you'd like to have another chance at that again. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. You, you, I, I, you, you, I was fearful in the first quarter. You know, right. when we got it down there multiple times inside the – Red zone and came away with two field goals, and because uh, you know playing a you know one of the better teams in the conference, uh, you got to score touchdowns, yeah, yeah. and so and then again we got it all the way to fourth down on the last drive and just you know couldn't make the tackle, uh, but uh, you know it's but that I think that also shows where the program is, right? Yeah, I mean you know my first year I think it was thirty five nothing or thirty five three at the half against uh, UCF. Yeah, we were non competitive, so uh, you know we've we've come a long ways there. You uh, also, uh, I'm, I'm going to get to the other COVID-related thing. We can talk about the wins, too. We don't have to talk about the I'm about to talk about a win. I'm about to talk about a win. I'm about to talk about a win, Coach. Memphis. Yeah. Big one. They go. I mean, were you, again, shocked as anybody? They come out out of that timeout, they're going to go for two? No. Okay. I, I know. Huh? So you all were, because you all were prepared for yes. it. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I told the coaches when we took the timeout, because mm-hmm. uh, they had had some issues with their place right, kicker. Right, right. Uh, and I said, just don't be shocked if they don't go for two right here because, you know, of his faith in the place kicker. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we had the call. We, we had worked we had worked that exact play that they ran wow. multiple times in practice that week. We didn't stop it a single time in practice. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. Um, you stopped it when it counted. Though. Yeah, stopped it when it counted, absolutely. So the Boston College, that's the other thing. I mean, again, a yeah. bizarre occurrence. Where you're getting ready to play. I was shocked. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, any, any, any indication that well, this was going like, on? We've been getting briefings each day. I mean, the night before we got a briefing, and, you know, John was with the doctors, with their AD, and uh, he said firmly felt we were going to play the game. So, I mean, we woke up that morning. We were ready to go. We had had an incredible week of preparation. I mean, I, I'm who knows what was going to happen in the game. We're, right. We were going to score some freaking points, and I'm just telling you. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't going to slow us down. Right, yeah. Uh, and, I, and I think we would have played very well defensively. Yeah. Uh, but uh, – you know, we were getting ready. We'd finished meetings, and we were headed to walk through when I got the phone call. Right, and so that was that was tough. I mean, it was, and and everybody, well, it's just a, well, no, it's more than just a game. I mean, this has been the goal of this program right. since I got here. Right, and the seniors that were in that room, that is the reason they came back. Right, was to go to a bowl game and win a bowl game. And that was probably the most heartbreaking thing I yeah. could imagine out of all of it. A guy like Bruce Bivens, Fernando yeah. Fry, Sean Bailey, you know, seeing those kids who were here through the lean years. When a bowl game was a joke, right? Uh, now you're sitting there getting ready to, you know, you're one day away, you're 24 hours away from kickoff, mm-hmm. uh, and you've poured everything into it, and to not have that opportunity, you know, that's tough. Don't play the game, but you get the practices, so that helps. Yeah. And yep. how do you think the just the experience of that time in Washington, and you know, going through the what you go through in a bowl game right. week, how will that help the program? Well, I think number one. Uh, you know, you're, you're, all, you're always trying to figure out your schedule. I think that, you know, just the way we kind of peaked at the end of bowl practice, mm-hmm. um, you feel like, okay, we have confidence in that schedule. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I've, I was worried about our kids being fresh. I let them have some time off to go see their families because right. they were going to be with us during Christmas. Right, remember that, yeah. Um, so now, in retrospect, you say, okay, that was a good decision. Right. Um, so I think that you, you feel good about your plan there. I think your players that are coming back this year – they now have experience in what to expect when they go to a bowl site mm-hmm. and conduct and, you know, seeing how those things pay off with your preparation. Um, and then I think, you know, it gives them something, you know, yeah, that's what, that's what we're, that's what we're working for. Right. It gives right. them, it kind of galvanizes that goal a little bit. The um, indoor facility. Yep. What can you say about uh, the latest uh, the indoor facility? It's, uh, it is going to be a reality soon. Okay. Uh, the architects are, are working on finalizing the renderings. Uh, uh, Advancement, the administration has been working very, very hard on securing uh, the funds needed mm-hmm. uh, so that we can get started pretty quickly mm-hmm. as soon as uh, the renderings are finalized. Right. Um, you know, we have a location that uh, we feel pretty confident is going to work with the architect's plans. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Our athletic director, who I'm a huge fan of, has a very optimistic uh, and aggressive, um, you know, ideas about right. you know getting this project done. His goals are, so, are accelerated. Yeah, to get this I like done. it, and that's good. I like it. I mean, it's long overdue. Go yeah. ahead, let's get it done. Right. Uh, and and I'll, I'll see the other thing. Mm-hmm. Pirate Nation is behind it. Right. There's been so much positive uh, response from donors of you know how can I help. And that's the biggest thing that was needed. Right. Yeah. Um, let's just talk some general college football here. Uh, the NIL uh, is – It's a major factor. It's, it's – and I, and I was talking with somebody the other week. She works with universities trying to help them get through this. And even mm-hmm. she said, the NCAA has got to get control of this. I mean, it's, it's, it's outright. But, I mean, it's, it's the reality right we're in right now. Yeah, it's no, ru- no rules, basically. Right. And, I mean, there's – there were programs paying guys to go. You know, I just I would like to see it regulated. Mm-hmm. I think there are, are certainly there are so many examples that we could talk about where 
you you wish you could help a kid more. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's there's just so many as we, as we all know, we go through family situations. You know, and and these kids, I mean, when you look at the time that they commit to uh, training and preparing for football, plus their academics, you know, it's like having a job plus going to school. Right. Um, right. And so you you there are times when they need a little bit of extra funds, and you you wished you just had a way to do that that was regulated, uh, because this is the wild wild west. I mean, it's some of the things some of the institutions are doing. Um, you know, we just we're never going to be able to do that here. Right. Right. Um, yeah. But that being said, my constant message to recruits is that this will be a factor here because of the passion that people have for our program. Right. Um, but it is going to be a major factor in recruiting within this cal- calendar year. Right. That's the other thing, too. You do, I mean, there are programs that have the open checkbook when it comes right. to, to NIL. So how do you you put all this time into investing uh, in recruiting a kid? You get the, the student-athlete in. You train them. You get them, and, and maybe they have a big year. They're going to have people coming at them. Yeah, I mean, you. Our big thing is we're trying to make sure we do a great job with our current kids. Right. We're trying to make sure that they they understand their value to the program. Uh, our culture is very very positive, which that keeps them committed to each other. And that's the big thing is we talk about being committed to each other, accountable to each other. Um, you know, you just want to make sure that we are doing enough to where, you know, that that is not the reason that they would leave. Right. You know, and gotcha. you, you hope that that's the case. Yeah. Uh, the portal, there's the good, there's the bad of the portal. Yeah. But it, it seems like it's a way to enhance a roster in the case where you have a Tyler Sneed to clearly perhaps some people could come in potentially that could be impact players. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, you know, this, that's the, you know, the thing we talked about a couple of years ago is we played with, you know, 70 scholarships or so that first right. year. Right. You know, you had to fix the roster because there wasn't depth. You know, you weren't using all of your scholarships and all that. You know, the combination of the pandemic and the transfer portal and all that, you know, we'll play with 85 scholarships this fall. And so that's that's the biggest positive to come out of it. Right. We're now at a, you know, we're on the same level as everybody else. Right. Um, but it's it's been something that I think is going to be, and we, we talk about it daily, I mean, it's going to be something that's always a part of recruiting moving forward. Uh, and I think you'll see us use a combination of high school recruits and transfers. Mm-hmm. Um you know, the tough thing right now for the high school kids is with the extra year of eligibility, right. there's a lot of players out there that have a lot of college eligibility left. Right. And a lot of good kids that yeah. kind of slip through the cracks a little bit. Yeah. Uh, all over the board, all right. across the board. Uh, with, with the high school recruiting, particularly in the state, uh, what's your, I mean, what's the, the philosophy now? Again, when you started, the ta- the, we need bodies. The same as it was when we started in that, the top players in this state are going to have an opportunity to play at East Carolina University. Um, you know, if, if 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 they're being recruited by you know the other big schools and they're being recruited by us, kind of deal. That's right. that's that's the thing. Right. Um, but you know, our roster has improved talent wise. I mean, so you know the the level there of uh, you know what we're looking at is you know if they can come help us win a conference championship, we're going to recruit them. Right. Uh, but that's the expectation is that that level of player, that caliber of player. Yeah. There was the uh, induction. Ruffin McNeil got put into the ECU Athletic right. Hall of Fame. It was a great weekend. It was a great weekend. Yeah, I'm certainly excited. I got to spend some time with Ruff, uh, and you know he's he's been a big supporter of mine and a, and a good friend for many years. And so I was excited to you know to be a part of that. 
and we got a big win that weekend. Yeah, uh, that was a, that was a bigger part. Right. So I was glad I was glad that uh, that took place. <laughs> so, uh, but it was a it was a great night that Friday night and a big big day that Saturday. And I, I know Steve Logan went to a game this year. He got to sit in the box. I think they got spoiled because he was mm-hmm. up in, in in that. But I mean, there's a guy that has done it here. You're you're in the process right. of of getting it done here. And I, and I guess a lot of those that chip on the shoulder, the the standard, the intensity. That's the the thing that he kind of brought to the program that right. you've restored as well. And I know you always kind of admire Coach Logan's teams. Well, I uh, think uh, I think our philosophies are similar. Yeah. You know, even though you know he was here a couple of decades ago, different time in college football. Uh, I still think we probably believe in the same things and have the same attitude to it. So certainly he's a guy I respect a lot. Yeah. Uh, what would be something in the game right now you would change? Something within the game, a rule or anything that, that would make the game better in your mind? I don't know. I, I, I think the targeting piece, Yeah. Uh, I think it needs to be addressed um, just from a standpoint of uh, you're talking about a pretty severe uh, penalty. The intent of the rule when they put the rule in uh, it has had that desired effect. Now, you know, you're getting to where you have some that, that that's not what the rule was intended for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you talk about suspending a kid for a full game. You know, you only play 12. That's tough. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah. So. Are there too many games on the schedule in the regular season now? I mean, with the playoff well, expansion. I it mean, just, it, depend, it depends on if you expand the playoffs or not. If you don't expand the playoff, then they're, it's fine. Right. You know, you have, you know. 12 regular season, you could have the conference championship game that's 13. You could have a couple of playoff games that's 15. Yeah. You know, at FCS, it's 16. You yeah. know, so I think it's a very equitable number of games in the regular season. Uh, I think if you start expanding the playoff, then I think you've got to look at, you know, the, the, the bodies of the student-athletes can only take so much in a calendar year. So I think you've got to be careful about adding, uh, adding playoff games without doing something with the regular season. If they do, which – Inevitably, it is going to happen. Is that maybe? Do we need to adjust just scholarship limits, and we need to make rosters a little bigger? I mean, that that opens a whole other set of problems. Right. That issues. that would take foresight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which there haven't been a whole lot of right. uh, here lately. Yeah. I mean, what's the ideal playoff number? You've you've participated and had yeah. great success, clearly, in in a in a playoff that worked and that is exciting and fun. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, you had a regular season that wasn't quite as long. Right. Uh, there was not a conference championship game. Uh, you know, the, you qualified for the playoffs, and there was seeding, and then you played it out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think you just gotta you gotta decide what you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end of the day, the bowl games are going to be a huge impact. Uh, you know, against uh, expansion, you'd have to figure out how that they could be a, a a big part of expansion. I think. Yeah. What is um, how's the conference in your mind looking? Going into next year, well, it's going to be as strong as ever next year. Yeah. I mean, it's you got the same guys. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, a couple of those could go ahead and leave if they wanted to. So, <laughs> uh, but you know, it works. Our schedule's as tough as it's ever been. That's you the know. one thing that uh, it's I don't tough. Think a lot of people have not. This is a tough schedule. I mean, NC State's going to be right there. If they're not top ten, they're going to be right around the top right. ten. BYU, yeah. they're going to be top fifteen. We go to BYU late in the year. Mm-hmm. ODU was a bowl team last year. Uh, Campbell, you know, the recruiting stuff that they yeah, did there. It's unreal. And, and it's, you know, those are your non-conference, and then you have your conference games. Right. So uh, there's not a, you know, a gimme anywhere on the schedule. I mean, it's it, you're going to have to fight tooth and nail every week. Yeah. 
Uh, what's on your docket after this weekend and kind of the rest of the summer? And, I mean, I know you want to get back home a little yeah, bit. Yeah, well. What, what, what do you have on uh, in we store? Do, we do pirate armadas and, and yeah. all that stuff. You know, we'll spend a week or so with our players just wrapping up the spring. But then the pirate armada is excited to get out on the road with that stuff. Um, you know, June has become, you know, you don't have a day off in June. I mean, it's, you know, 30, how many day, 30, 31 days, how many days yeah. are in June? It's you're straight through with camps and recruiting and official right. visits and, you know, players on campus and all that. Um, yeah, we want to get back home and see mom for a few, for a few days. And then in July, we'll, we'll get the family and we'll get away somewhere, somewhere warm. So, uh, <laughs> and then it's, Hey, then it's August and right. it's here. So, and then everything's uh, yeah. full steam ahead. All right. Coming up, uh, We'll mention two season tickets still out so, there. So yeah, we're at uh, we're over eleven thousand already. Oh wow! Uh, Great. So I, I was told that yesterday. So we're well ahead of last year. I mean, I think we're you know, and we got a lot of renewals that haven't uh, haven't went out yet. So excited, and we would like to see that number you know really really big. Coach, great to see you. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, thanks a lot. And uh, we've got the spring game twelve thirty on Saturday. We'll look forward to catching up with you here. Uh, time or two maybe prior to the season but thank you yeah. for coming in today great to see thanks you. a lot go pirates all right there he is coach houston we'll break we'll come back and uh, have more of the patrick johnson show going to 615 leading you into baseball coverage today we'd appreciate it if anyone hearing this broadcast would communicate with us more of the patrick johnson show is coming up on your flagship home of the ecu pirates we are very anxious to know how far the broadcast is reaching 94.3 the game and 94.3 thegamecom Texas Roadhouse in Greenville is happy to support the community. At Texas Roadhouse, they not only want to be your favorite restaurant, they also want you to know they love this community and love supporting it. From providing food for charity golf tournaments to their school support programs, Texas Roadhouse is there when the Greenville community needs them. Also, it doesn't hurt that their food is awesome. Steaks, ribs, chicken, you name it, it's legendary. Texas Roadhouse, Southwest Greenville Boulevard, Greenville. I'm on site at the Gavigan Agency with commercial insurance specialist Nathan Brannon. Nathan, tell me a little bit about yourself and what you do at the Gavigan Agency. Great to talk with you, Hank. As you mentioned, I'm a commercial insurance agent for the Gavigan Agency and specialize in offering general liability, commercial property, business auto, and workers' compensation insurance to independent contractors, small business owners, and larger commercial customers throughout Eastern North Carolina. Nathan, it sounds like the Gavigan Agency can provide just about any coverage a business owner may need. That's right, Hank. The Gavigan Agency is a fully independent insurance agency with access to some of the top insurance carriers in the region, and we offer a full host of insurance products to help protect our customers' personal and business insurance needs. As a graduate of East Carolina University, I am passionate about taking care of my fellow pirates. So give the Gavigan Agency a call today at 252-756-1400 and let them show you the benefits of doing business with someone who cares. Remember the days when you could go to your favorite butcher shop and get your pork chops or steaks cut just the way you like them? Well, you still can. Acre Station Meat Farm on Highway 32 in Pinetown, north of Washington, is Eastern Carolina's traditional butcher shop. Acre Station is where you can get your order cut the way you want it. The best sausage, bacon, and pork chops and steaks you'll ever taste. I get my steaks from Acre Station because, uh... The quality is great, and they can cut it any size you like, and just can't find a selection like that anywhere else. I like to go get my roast at Acre Station because they cut it at about six pounds, and that's 
perfect for my for my family because I just can't find what I'm looking for at the grocery store anymore. Acre Station, your traditional butcher shop in Pinetown, just outside Washington on Highway 32. Find out what others have always known. The short trip to Acre Station is worth the drive. At Acre Station, you just get that good, friendly service you just can't find anymore. I guarantee it's the best sausage and bacon you'll ever eat. Warren's Hot Dog Pizza, homemade lemonade. Hey, Pirate Nation, Warren's now has two locations. In Greenville, across from Ron Ayers Motorsports, and the new Chocowinity location next to the fire department. Stop in today for hot dogs, pizza, subs, apple and peach turnovers, homemade lemonade, and breakfast in Chocowinity featuring homemade cheese, ham and chicken biscuits, plus sausage dogs, and more. Warren's Hot Dogs. Want some? Get some. Go Pirates! See right Pirate Baseball lives right here on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. Like we always do with this time, I go for mine, I get to shine, now throw your hands up in the sky. A couple things we didn't get to mention with Coach, uh, the Mike Houston football camps, Junior Pirates camp. June 13th through the 15th, and then the ladies' clinic, and the players will be there uh, June 24th. Got their coaches' clinic coming up in March uh, that has already gone by. Then they got June, all kinds of camps. Big man camp, specialist of the Beast of the East, but Junior Pirates camp, June 13th through the 15th, ladies' clinic, June 24th, MikeHoustonFootballCamps.com is where you could go. We'll promote that and talk about it a lot here in the uh, coming weeks. June will be, um, I'm, I'm thinking, by the way, big July break this year, Ben. So, <laughs> so June might be some of the last uh, shows for the season, as it uh, as it were. All right. Um, great to have Coach Houston in. Again, Parade of Pigs starts 7 o'clock Friday night. And then we're going to have uh, spring game coming up on Saturday at 12.30, 10 to 11.15, they'll be uh, signing autographs, taking players, uh, taking pictures inside the stadium. Uh, so it'll be a great uh, and exciting weekend. Uh, we'll have Eric Ward, I know, on tomorrow, among others, to talk about it. We got baseball coming up tonight. We're going to take you to 6.15. Uh, we got to figure out from Eric what this parade of the pigs is real quick when he comes on. We'll get Eric to explain it to us tomorrow. You've never seen the parade of pigs? I have not. I have not. Well, I haven't had it in a couple of years. So that would be when I moved here. I came uh, last year, Ruff and McNeil. First year, Scotty Mo. So football wasn't uh, doing so well. All right, not at the top of the list is what you're. Yeah, I'm excited about the season. He's he's right. It's a heck of a schedule, and uh, it's good to hear from. Kyle. I think he's got a lot of uh, there's a lot of good things to be excited about with ECU athletics and ECU football, especially. Uh, boy, that is going to be it, it's going to be an interesting summer between all of uh, the pirate fans and the pack fans. They're pack buddies. Uh, we'll grab uh, another break here, but uh, you ready to do a quick update? Let's do it. Let's do that, and then we'll get a break, and we'll get you into baseball with a couple of uh, news and notes uh, regarding baseball, but also regarding some other things. But right now, here's Ben Byram, ninety-four-three, the game sports update. Ben. 
Big special. Let's take a look at what's happening around Pirate Nation. ECU baseball is a big matchup tonight in Clark Clare Stadium against Old Dominion. First pitch for that game is set for 6.30. Live pregame and play-by-play coverage begins at 6.15 right here on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. 94-3 the game. ECU softball has rescheduled their Saturday matchup against Houston. It's been pushed back one hour to 3 o'clock. And ECU basketball, Tay Mosher is officially transferred or entered the transfer portal. Elsewhere in college basketball, former head coach Lee Rose, who led Charlotte and Purdue to the Final Four, as well as leading the Niners to the NIT Championship game back in 76, passed away at the age of 85. Georgia State hires former Xavier interim head coach Jonas Hayes as their new head coach. Cleveland State hires former Iowa State assistant Daniel Robinson as their new head coach. Elon Mike Schrage is re-signed as their head coach to join John Shire's staff at Duke. From the NFL, the Bills grant wide receiver a four-year extension. Wide receiver Stephon Diggs, a four-year extension worth $104 million, with $70 million of that money guaranteed. Ten-year vet Whitney Merciless has announced his retirement. The linebacker ranks second in franchise history for the Texans in sacks, trailing behind the legendary pass rusher J.J. Watt. And from the NBA, the Lakers have officially been eliminated from the playoffs and play in contention after their seventh straight loss. When speaking to the media, Anthony Davis summed up their season as having more starting lineups than wins. That's going to do it for your 94 through the game sports update. I'm Ben Barham. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on your flagship home of Pirate Football, 94.3 The Game. Turn your car into cash with an instant Kelly Blue Book offer from Barber Hendrick Honda in Greenville. Go online to BarberHendrickHonda.com and experience the Hendrick Fast Pass, where you can buy your next car from the comfort of home. At Barber Hendrick Honda, there will be no payment for 90 days when you finance through Ally. And you may qualify for 0.9% financing on selected models. Barber Hendrick Honda, a proud member of the Eastern North Carolina community at the point of Greenville Boulevard and Memorial Drive. Time now for an update from Town Insurance. I've got my friend Jim Clement in the studio with me. Jim, great to see you. What's new at Town Insurance? What's new, Henry, is our growth in this state. We have now exceeded $60 million in revenue with 300 employees over both states, Virginia and North Carolina. But North Carolina, our footprint goes from Kerala down to Wilmington to Kinston, Greenville, Raleigh, and our newest operation in Charlotte. So, Jim, what does that mean for all of your clients and uh, friends in eastern North Carolina? Because of town's massive resources, meaning access to more companies, and markets, we are able to serve all of our clients right here in Eastern North Carolina with their personal lines, their commercial lines, their life and health needs, or their small business needs. We continue to hear more and more about town insurance, and uh, it's great to have you in here giving us an update today. How about people who aren't doing business with you right now in Eastern North Carolina? What would you say to them? Come to town today. What's the telephone number? 756-8300. Just three words tell you everything you need to know. They tell you why we employ more than 2,000 workers at our factory in Virginia Beach and why over 10,000 local steel dealers are putting battery power in the hands of Americans. Just three words. Made in America. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. The majority of steel products sold in America are made in America of U.S. and foreign materials. Batteries and chargers are sourced internationally. Like us on Facebook for breaking sports stories and the latest from around the Pirate Nation. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. That's 94.3 The Game's Facebook page. Like us and follow us there today.
All right, we're going uh, past the top of the hour. We're going to 615 on the Patrick Johnson Show. Great to have Coach Houston in today. Hey, if you're tired of working every weekend and maybe you're fed up, the job you're at, you're working too much, you're bored with your job, maybe you want to make more money in a new career. I mean, we're basically into not even a week into a new month, fourth month of the year already. Have you been at the same gig for a while? You might want to get out of it. You're, told, you're thinking to yourself, this is going to be the year I move on. I better my life. I better my working situation. You haven't done it yet. Well, Victra is the largest cell provider, uh, and uh, they're the largest cell provider to an independent retailer, one of the nation's largest cellular providers. Victra's Greenville Contact Center is now hiring. Victra has opened positions for consumer sales, business-to-business sales, Retail benefits, uh, store support, retail store support, I should say, customer care and operations support. The benefits, there we go. That includes incredible commission potential, paid face-to-face training, medical, dental, vision, paid time off, 50% discount on your wireless bill, access to wages prior to payday and 401k matching. You can earn top dollar while working in a fun environment with the team of motivated professionals. Apply now. Victor's trying to hire people. It's uh, pit-jobs.com. Pit is in pitcounty-jobs.com. ECU-ODU coming up. Rematch of a game that the Pirates lost on a walk-off win-in run by ODU to uh, end it earlier in the season. The uh, manufacturer of the floor, and I, and I got into some of this yesterday at the Final Four, said Baycott. It's a lame excuse. Well, they said there was no malfunction. Now, I know what you're going to say. You're going to say, oh, yeah, there was a board that came up and grabbed him. Oh, no, 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 no. No, I mean, Kansas played on the same floor. Like, I, I think people are overlooking that. I mean, they played on the exact same it, floor Kansas Have you on. watched the video, the, the famed uh, viral video of it online or one of them? Yeah, it didn't seem like it would be anything that makes that big of an impact, you know? Like, it kind well, of it's the way barely that, moved. It's the way that the light was, the shadow off of it. I mean, those floors are bouncy, but it was the way yeah. that the light reflected off of it that gave that illusion. There was one that the where it wasn't put through a filter. I'm sure some UNC fan put it through a filter. <laughs> but there was one where they didn't put it through a filter, Dom. And it, it's it's pretty apparent. Is Dom the UNC fan? Is he the Yeah. He is okay, the UNC good. I'm talking guy. to you, okay. Dom. All right. So I didn't even know that. Well, low point in the in the show's history, I know. But um if you watched it where it wasn't run through the filter, it's there's no board. There's no magical board coming up and grabbing him. You know. You know why he hurt his ankle? His ankle's already hurt. Because he was already hurt. <laughs> and when you hurt your ankle, you, you're more susceptible to roll it again. He hurt it in the Duke game. Right. And he hurt it again because he also hurt it because the great Hubert Davis, this great coach, this great mastermind, John Wood, the Dean Smith of Dean Smith. Now, you think uh, Roy Williams is pulling the uh, the strings behind the scenes? No, I don't. He's I think it's, every game. No, nah, well, I mean that's that's Roy, but. What I think with Hubert is you, you played five guys every minute of the game for ten games, basically. He had no depth whatsoever and didn't play. So we, yeah. you know what's going to happen? Guys are going to get worn down. And you know what happens when guys get worn down? They get hurt. And I'm not taking any glee in it or think it's great or anything. That's just that's just what happens. Yeah, there's no conspiracy when it comes to that whole deal. No, it's kind of a ridiculous point. It is a totally ridiculous point. Um. Great article. I've not really read the whole thing, 
but uh, the response to it has been very good. And uh, our guy Brian Mull spent a few days working on it. And um, really nice article that's Star News has picked it up, but also some of the other newspapers, the one in Augusta that he's writing for this week, others that are owned by that USA Today conglomerate now, are doing a uh, story on, uh, are, are going to run the story on Harold Varner III. And uh, we've got it up at uh, our social media, 94.3 The Game on Twitter, 94.3 The Game on Facebook. But this is HV3's first uh Masters that he's played in. Got a comment in here from Press McFall, the old ECU coach who coached Harold back in the day. Press is a great guy now at NC State. We won't hold that against him, but no, Press is a great person. He talked to Harold too. Uh, John McGinnis is in the article as well. John also is a ECU golfer, played on the PGA Tour, now does a great job broadcasting ESPN Plus and PGA Tour, radio, and all of that. Uh, they're all quoted in the article. Um, others are as well. I mean, it's a its a pretty cool article. So check it out at 943thegame on Twitter and on the Facebook page, 94.3. Brian Mull, uh, who was joining us from Augusta yesterday uh, with a, a really cool article on Harold Vernon. Who's, uh, who's your big pick for Augusta? You know, I mean, there's 45 guys that could win it. I, think, I don't think this is a, a year right now that, there's any yeah. clear cut it's not- that leaps to mind. But I mean, I think that there is a little bit of, uh, there's, there's at least 40, 45, 50 guys that could win this. I'm going to, we'll get into that a little more. So I probably should have had a little more of an idea for that. I, uh, Mull yesterday on the show picked Shoffley. No, he didn't pick Xander Shoffley. That's <laughs> Was it Fino? No, he didn't pick Tony Fee. I do like Tony Fee now this week a lot, actually. That was my fantasy play. Uh, that's a good play. Um, I, uh, he, uh, Justin Thomas. That's right. I did read his article. He's a big Justin Thomas guy. I think this is his third year in a row picking Justin Thomas yeah, to win the Masters. And uh, he's playing really well right now. Brian actually likes Harold this week from the standpoint of Harold T to green. Yeah. Really good. Now, Harold's putting is not – that's the suspect part of his game. But – you don't have to be a great – it's a myth you have to be a great putter to win the Masters. You oh, yeah, absolutely. You don't have to be a great putter to hit the to win the Masters. You have to be a – I mean, Sergio Garcia is one of the worst putters in the history of pro <laughs> golf. He won a Masters. So you do – you have to be really good tee to green, obviously. Yep. And you have to be really – you know, you, you got to control your irons at Augusta. you got to know when, when to hit, where to hit. i got a good feeling about HV3 in this. No, I think he'll. I think Harold will be fine. Yeah. I think Harold will be amped. I think he'll be great. I'm I not going to say he's going to win it, but I think he'll have a strong finish. No, I, I wouldn't include him. No offense to Harold or anybody out there that's an HV3 fan. I would not include him in that four dozen guys that could win it that leap to mind. Yeah. But I do think Harold will – I feel good about Harold making the cut. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, I can agree with that. And that's a big week. That's a big deal for Harold in his first Masters. Look, I hope he wins it. That'd be a great story. A hell of a story. Uh, do we want to do we want to grab a break? We'll grab a break. We'll come back and then we'll get you ready for ECU and Old Dominion coming up. Uh, pre-game coverage begins at quarter past, so hang in with us here. Patrick Johnson go, show we're taking you to ECU baseball coverage on 943 the game the Pirates and Old Dominion coming up. Home for the Adam Gold Show. 
Come on in. Weekdays at noon, right here on Eastern Carolina's home for sports. I love sports. And the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. Are you shopping for a new boat but can't find exactly what you want or don't want? Check out Pair Custom Boats in Washington. They custom build your boat with no more or no less than exactly what you want. You can design it yourself with Pair Custom Boats. Towers, T-tops, no T-tops, forward seating, rear seating, or just a flush deck. They can customize your wants and needs in one of their four models. And the big news for 2022 is there are now two new models being introduced this year. The new 25-foot and 27-foot models will be great additions to the Pair Customs lineup. Call today 252-717-7009. Visit the website at pairmarine.com or come see us in Little Washington, North Carolina. That's 252-717-7009 for Pair Custom Boats or visit the website and check out all the models at pairmarine.com. You can sit down and build your own custom built center console with Pair custom boats time for a weather update and yep there's still weather outside it's a temperature it could rain or not it's either hot or cold so wear a jacket or don't anyway good luck unclear information isn't helpful which is why when your car needs repair head to meineke car care centers with meineke e-inspection we'll send photos and technician notes straight to your phone telling you what should be fixed and why get a basic oil change starting in 1995 meineke doing car care right at participating locations terms and conditions apply at us cellular we know you have a choice of wireless carriers and while the other guys may limit your choice of free phones, at U.S. Cellular, you can choose any phone from any brand for free. Plus, get unlimited data for just $30 a month with four lines. U.S. Cellular, America's locally grown wireless. Terms apply. See uscellular.com for details. Now that life is returning to normal, we've found a lot of good things that came from the pandemic. One of them is not having to go to the wireless store anymore. The Cellular Warehouse team has been in the business of delivering phones to your home and office for 20 years. People found out about our free delivery service and they love the ease of getting a new phone, tablet, or hotspot. Call Toby Williams today at 252-799-7051 so you can start experiencing the joy of never going to a wireless store again. 252-799-7051. Cellular Warehouse, your local U.S. Cellular authorized agent. Atavola in Greenville is your local marketplace. Atavola offers diverse menu selections, casual lunches, and family meals ready to go. At Atavola, they specialize in the creative use of fresh ingredients, seasonal menu selections, and fun culinary creations from the kitchen that will satisfy even the pickiest taste buds. Treat yourself to lunch or dinner today at Atavola, and make sure to join them the second Wednesday of every month for their free wine tastings. Atavola Red Banks Road in Greenville. Now, the stunning conclusion of the show. It's the P-Man here on 94.3 The Game. Attaboy, Ben. Attaboy. I had to do it. I've been begrudgingly had to do it. ECU returning home tonight for the first of four straight games at Clark LeClaire Stadium. They're going to take on ODU's 20-6 top 30 team. ODU on court seven. Homers in one game this weekend against uh, Florida International. Yeah, they got some real power in that lineup. We saw that in the first ECU game. Yeah. Uh, so the Pirates will uh, 
look to uh, even the season series. Uh, Tommy uh, Gertner, one and three, seven eighty-three. Ernie for the Monarchs and the lefty C.J. Mayhew. Closer to starter, two and one. ERA of four, fifteen. So there we go. See what the Pirates will do tonight. We'll send it out to Scooter and Coach O. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna bet no one else in the country's radio team has the cool nicknames of Scooter and Coach O. He and, calls him Doctor Gary Overton. I'm like, whoa. Okay. Well, he is no yeah, Coach O's. Coach O's Doctor Gary Overton. Coach O, though, that's how we know him and love him. Uh, great to have Mike Houston in here today. We'll get it up on the podcast page for you, 943thegame.com. Thanks to uh, intern Dom, intern Abby, also to Ben Byram. And we'll be back tomorrow with Eric Ward and others on the Patrick Johnson Show. Five to six tomorrow. So join us then. Pirate Baseball is next. WNCT Newsroom, I'm Courtney Courtright. Investigators are trying to figure out what caused an early morning fire at an Onsel County Elementary School. It happened around 6 this morning at Hunters Creek Elementary School and one of the trailers behind the building. No one was hurt. The Onzo County Fire Marshal says their team is being assisted by the North Carolina State Bureau of Investigation. We'll have the latest on this investigation and all of today's news, weather, and sports starting at 5 on WNCT 9 on your side. It's Wednesday, and you know what that means. It's Kids Night at Moore's Barbecue. Let us take care of dinner tonight for your little ones. Every Wednesday night, kids 10 and under eat free with the purchase of an adult meal. So come into one of our five locations in Winterville, New Bern, Moorhead City, Swansboro, and Jacksonville. Bring the whole family. There's always enough great food for everyone. If it's not Moore's, it's less. Whether it's hunting or fishing, Greenville Marine Outdoor Shop just outside of Greenville has got you covered. Greenville Marine Outdoor Shop carries all your turkey hunting supplies, including shotguns by Benelli, Stoker, Franchi, and Mossberg. They have a full line of TSS, Longbeard, and Mag Blend ammos, Avian X and Dave Smith decoys, custom turkey calls such as David Halloran and Eddie Wynn game calls, and a great selection of turkey vests, seats, and blinds. For you fishermen, Greenville Marine Outdoor Shop also has what you need. They carry one of the largest inventories of rods, reels, and fishing tackle in the area for fresh and saltwater fishing. Everything you need for a successful hunt or a great day on the water can be found at Greenville Marine Outdoor Shop. So why go anywhere else? Greenville Marine Outdoor Shop is just outside of Greenville on Marine Drive and open Monday through Friday 8.30 to 5.30 and Saturday 8.30 to 12.30. At the Vidant Wellness Centers, happy starts with healthy. And we all need a little happy and a lot of healthy. That's why we offer exercise equipment and classes. I know. They're indoor pools and personal training, too. And more wellness services. Like nutrition and yoga. With no annual commitments or hidden fees. Zip, zilch, nada. Because here, it's more than a gym membership. It's a happy, healthy relationship. Sign up today at VidantWellnessCenter.com and... Don't forget to bring a friend. <laughs> 
Bill Clark Homes is proud to support East Carolina athletics. The Clark family continues to make significant contributions to help ECU succeed on the field. And Bill Clark Homes is building quality homes in Pitt County with prices ranging from the 200s on up to 500,000. They're excited to announce the opening of their 4,000 square foot design center this spring. The new Bill Clark Homes Design Center is located on the corner of Red Banks Road and Greenville Boulevard. Bill Clark Homes, building family traditions.